welcome to track number seven of Jesus, Savior of the World. First Timothy chapter one, verse one. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Paul is an apostle of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. By the commandment of God, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Amen. Paul is an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God, our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Our hope is in the Savior of our lives. Jesus, the Savior of the world. 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 Amen. That's our hope. Our hope. And all who have hope in changing of the political systems, you will have You are not spiritually mature. That's why your hope is in the secular governments of the world. That's why. Yes. And you see, in every country, there's so much fight over whether it's conservatives or liberals or democrats and Republicans. There's hatred. There's vicious fighting. People hate Donald Trump with a passion. People also love him with a passion. People fight for this, fight against that. In Ghana, there's hatred, so much hatred for this group and by this group against this passionate in England. Those who did Brexit, no Brexit, fighting passionately. But you see, when you join that passionate fight, let, let's take the, the you may say a well, black government is not, African governments are not good. And they are, they are usually poor at leadership. There's no question about that. The evidence is there. They are fatally deficient in their Ability to lead. But what have the white governments also done? They are turning their nations into Sodom and Gomorrah. Through their ways and through their decisions, their apparent so-called good leadership is twisting their nations into Sodom and Gomorrah. And Sodom and Gomorrah has only one destiny. Fire. Yes. It's just a matter of time. The civilization itself will be destroyed. Yes. So neither the failing African governments or the apparent European Americano governments or whatever system, whether the democracy, whether it's communism, if you go to Russia, they're demonstrating. You got a demonstration. I watched a Russian lady. I mean, the main form of contraception is abortion. I mean, you go for abortion regularly regularly you go to scrape your womb. Yes. Anytime you are pregnant and they go for scraping. You know, the scraping is, is, is like, uh, it's like you can, if you can imagine like a thick pen. 
you know, about this long, you know, and then it has something at the end that is like a fork that bends over. So it just goes in and then they scrape, because regular, I mean, almost every month, two, few months, anytime they are pregnant, pregnancy, they go in and scrape like that. That's in Russia and so many places. Drinking, Ukraine. I was there, a pastor said to me, look, my members, they are just former drug addicts, alcoholics. They, I can't use them for anything. <laughs> yes. Once I, I visited a country, you know, whose name begins with a U. Yes. And they told me, this country, you can bribe the president with $200. But I will not mention the name of the country. There are so many countries. Yes. Yes. Just $200 is the worst. Even I've not heard I've not heard that in Africa before. It's not an African country. Yes. How much is a cow in Botswana? Four thousand pula. How many dollars? Four hundred dollar. Four hundred dollar. Half a cow. So all the nations of the world, you get it. All the nations of the world. The governments you have, you think that they are saving their countries. But I prefer my child to be brought up. You know, I, ha- I had somebody speaking on a, a television station, Christian Network, whose name begins with a T. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they were saying, I want to thank God. God touched my life and God changed my life and I thank God I wasn't born in Africa. I want to thank God I wasn't born in Africa. That was her testimony. She wasn't born in Africa. But I thank I thank God. I thank God that I, I grew up here. I wouldn't like my children to be I told my wife when I was younger, I told her if I die Never take my children abroad. Let them grow up here up to university before they go anywhere. This is what I command. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you may say we don't have such good governments. But what do they have in a white man's world in Europe? In America, in Eastern Europe, I mean, they are creating monsters and monstrous abominations. Yes. You know, one of my pastors said he went to, took his child to school and the child came back that two people, 10 years old, they've been informed that one has turned into a boy and one has turned into a girl. And you have to change, they change your sex and teach them. Ten years old, not, I'm not talking of something I read on the internet. I'm talking about somebody who went to school 
and you come back. And they're teaching them. They're teaching that you, are, you can either be a boy or a girl. You may want to, you know, be interested in boys as a boy. Yes, it's your choice. I prefer, I prefer to grow up in a place. I don't want my child to grow up in a place where that is what they are told. Honestly, 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 honestly. No, 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 no. No. So, you must know that nobody is saving anything in this world. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yes. We, we, so, when Obama came, so, wow, oh, thank God, you know, change we can. Oh, yes, yes, we can. I mean, it's going to, I mean, thank God, glory to God, the black man has finally become president. But as he's left, the main legacy of this man is that he has promoted homosexuality in the world and forced it down many nations. Yes. And using economic powers and promises and what have you. Yes. To force it into nations. That is, that is the main thing we remember him for. Yes. So what I'm saying is that nobody... Nobody, Nobody is a savior of no nothing. Jesus is the savior of the world. And it's only Jesus who has come to tackle the problems that are in this world. The real root of the problems in this world. Yeah. I was in Mozambique. And I saw... A very, very, very rich country. Hey, what is it that they make those factories in Mozambique? We saw a factory when we went to Chokwe. Sugar. Sugar. Sugar cane. Many things they have. Beautiful country. Sinners. In charge of everything. Is it not amazing? Yeah. So the nations of the world cannot easily have a change. Yes. Because there is a deep-seated problem. Why is it that everyone answers yes? I've told a lie before. Who taught you to tell lies? Have you ever been for classes on how to tell lies? Have you ever had training on how to fornicate? Were you not rather told not to? Many times. Who taught you how to drink beer? When you were growing up and they gave you Coca-Cola and Fanta, were you not happy? Then where did you learn how to drink this bitter thing? Huh? Every nation all over, Satan has entered and destroyed the populations. The peoples are destroyed by the sin, helplessly. And you know, one of the things about the saints is that when your body gets used to something, it's not 
it's like you, you now may have a change of mind, but then the flesh has become automated and has become programmed. Oh, yes. That, that, so that's why sometimes when people are converted, you sometimes will be looking and wondering, why is, why is he not changing? Because the flesh has learned how to take the drugs. The flesh has learned pornography. The flesh has learned homosexuality. The flesh has learned fornication. The flesh has learned every bad thing. And it's in motion. It's programmed. So when God sent Jesus to save the world, he, God knew the real problem. Not a political problem. Whether Romans are in charge or Israelis are in charge or whether NPP is in charge or Democrats are in charge or what I mean, it is all going to amount to the same confusion. It's either this type of confusion or this other type of confusion. Even in America where they say they have economic emancipation and economic progress. 90% of Americans cannot afford $1,000. 90%. Cannot afford $1,000 extra for any bill or any emergency. It's not what I'm thinking because I have not done a research. I'm telling you somebody's research. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah. So, here comes Jesus, and he is our hope. Paul, an apostle. And you see, I'll say that I'll rather be an apostle of Jesus Christ, the, the Savior, and of the Lord Jesus, which is our hope. Yes. He's our hope. He's our hope. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. Now, First Timothy chapter four, verse ten. For therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. So we labor and suffer reproach Because we trust not in politics, not in human governments, not in human solutions, but we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. So that word all men, I'm going to give you your destiny by Friday. Yes, Friday. I'm going to give you your destiny. Yes. And I'll I'll leave it to you. The savior of all human beings. All men have one savior. And his name is Jesus. Jesus, savior 
of the world. There's nobody like Jesus. No, no, not one. Not one. There's nobody like Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the savior of all men, all colors. And let me tell you, never think that salvation is a black man's um, religion. It's just the season in which you are. That is the season in which you are. If you wake up in the world and it's cold, you say, ah, the world is cold. You came at winter. It's not cold always. I hear Europe is hot, eh? Ah, I'm not coming there now. You need to get cooler before I can come there. I can't imagine 37 degrees. Even Ghana when it's hot, it doesn't get to 37. And there's no air conditioner and no ventilation. In 1950, one third of all missionaries in the world were French. Yes. There are 42,000 cathedrals, churches in France alone. 42,000 buildings. In only France. If you had woken up, ha, what year is it? Oh, 1942. Everybody, white people, church. It's just that you've woken up at a time when white people have forsaken God and a few black people are setting God. So it looks as if it's a black man's, but it's not. There are more white people in heaven than even black people, I'm sure. They have believed in Jesus for years. Yes, more. It's just a season. And, this, and seasons change. And you can see even in England and even in France, they are not destroying the church buildings. One day they'll be filled again. Amen. Yes. One day they'll be filled again. Yes. So, it's just that you, you, you happen to wake up at a time where it looks like it is an immigrant or black person's something. No. In this season, thank God, you woke up and where you are, near Jesus is known as the savior of the world. So, what we have to do, we have to do. Yes. And we have to serve him with all our hearts. Because he's the savior of all men who believe. Amen. And that's why when you go to heaven, you will see all types. Heaven will be the most colorless group. You will not go and say, oh, so white people are here, black people are here, Chinese are here. No, so we will all be there. Yeah. I am, sure, I am sure God is going to have a balance. Yeah. You're not going to go to heaven and come and say, oh, no, the white people are staying in this area. We, the black people in heaven, we are whatever it is, you know, we are, we are not happy. We form a committee. We want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus about this. 
we feel that, I mean, what happened on earth is continuing here. (laughs) Are you there? Now, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 8. It says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Amen. Verse 9. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, because we know we are we we know our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Jesus Christ before even the world began. You were earmarked for your salvation. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Beautiful. But it's now made manifest. So before the world began, it was there. Yes, it was there. And it's made manifest by the appearing of our Savior. See, the appearing of the Savior on the scene. Who has done what? Abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So, Jesus has, is the savior and he appeared and his appearance has abolished death. So, death is abolished for you. Is that not a blessing? You know, In every country, we have different sentences for different crimes. Two years in prison for this. Three years in prison for this. Five years in prison with hard labor. Six months in prison. Three months community service. Life imprisonment. 20 years no parole. Solitary confinement. Death sentence. And so on. But God has only one punishment for sin. He doesn't have a two year sentence. He doesn't have a three month community service. He doesn't have six months sentence or four years in prison. He has only one sentence for sin. The wages of sin is death. It's only one punishment for sin. Amazing. You lie once, you are eligible for death. Huh? Why are you doing that? Shut up. This is God speaking. You see, you can't argue. Not everything is democratic. Yes. You lie once, you are ready to die. Because the Bible says, he that sins in one has sinned in all. If you commit sin, if you break the law in one point, you are guilty of all. James, I think chapter 2, verse 10. Yeah. If you break the law in one point, you are guilty of all. 
That is it. James 2 verse 10. Whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all other sins. Mercy. How many have broken the law in one point? More than one point. More than one point. Amazing. And some of you have offended in many points. So you've broken the whole law several times. And you there, I mean, the, the, the law has received a nuclear bomb. Samuel. So Jesus, whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So Jesus Christ, back to my scripture, 2 Timothy 1. He has appeared and has abolished that punishment because he has taken it. Supposing I, I call you out and, you know, I did that one time that was, we were ponding somebody and then the beloved came in and said, oh, pawn me for, for, on, on her behalf. So when we poured water on him, it was like there was no need to pond the beloved because the beloved had collected the thing for his beloved. He, ab- he abolished ponding. What a nice beloved. Only be very nice to me. And has brought life. He has, Jesus has brought life. We have a new life. Don't we have a new life? I say we have a new life. Yeah. A good life. A better life. Yeah. How many of you, when you were sinning, you realized that even though you, you, it's like you are doing what you feel, you feel there's something, there's something messy about you. Messy. How many realize that you feel funny? Like as if there's some glue on you. Something is not good. But Jesus has brought a new life. You don't have to be smoking anymore. You don't have to be high. Take me higher. Today we are high on the Lord. I said we are high on the Lord. And he has brought immortality. Immortality is like we are going to live forever. We are going to be in heaven. We are going to be flowing together. We will never say good night and goodbye and bye bye and see you later. Whenever. No. We are going to be flowing forever. Immortality. He has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What is in verse 11? Verse 11. Whereunto I am appointed. This is what I'm appointed unto. Receive your appointment. Receive your appointment. I'm appointed a preacher. I'm appointed an apostle. I'm appointed a teacher. 
I'm teaching it. I'm going for it. I'm preaching it. This is my appointment. Wow. Instead of spending your life in a laboratory, looking at gems under the microscope. Huh? Wouldn't you want to be appointed also as a preacher, as an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles? Wow. So, thank God that he saved you. And he's given you a very good reason to continue living. Other than that, I don't know why you are living. Yes. Because there's no very good reason for you to live. You know, I I don't have anything to work for anymore in this world. Yes, I don't have anything I'm trying to get. I don't need any degree. I don't need any car. I have a car. I can show you my car after church. You see that I have a car. (laughs) I have somewhere to stay. If my car has a CD player, I have air condition. I have music in my car. Can you believe it? Music, air condition. Power. When I press the wheel, I don't roll it. When I press it, it goes zzz. When I press it, it goes zzz. Up. What a car. I mean, What else is there? What are you fighting for? God is appointing you. God is appointing you. As a preacher of this this salvation. Of this message. Of this savior. The only savior. The only one who can save the world. And even when you look at it. It makes sense. How many realize that it really makes sense? Nobody can really say. Which group can save the world? When you analyze, you realize that it really, it now makes sense. Why Jesus is the only savior of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, get ready for your appointment. Just as Paul was appointed, you are also being appointed. Amen. Sit down. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared. Wow. Say has appeared. Has it appeared in your life? Has it appeared in your life? If the grace of God that brings salvation has not appeared, huh, you would be struggling. Tonight, another boyfriend will be coming. 
And you know, the boyfriends, they are going to come until you start developing pimples on your face. And your hair starts changing. And your skin starts changing. And you look a little more weather beaten. And flabby. And floppy. And degassed. And worn out. Yes. Because you see, people are, as I speak, people are giving birth in Kolebu Hospital. There are more people are being born. Mother, 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 mother girls are coming. Your freshness is going very fast. Your juiciness is finishing. Newer juicy ones are being produced. <laughs> they are being red. They are growing up. You know, there, is some, there are some hormones that make you sweet as a girl. Yeah. The same thing that makes you juicy and attractive physically also makes your attitude attractive. It makes you smile, look cheerful, and happy. When those hormones start reducing, when they start reducing, you see that your skin is no more turgid. You see that the orange, the water in the orange is finished. Have you seen an orange without water inside? And you see that even your attitude and your smile also decreases and finishes. Your face is up. at you, it's like as though you are busy. You are, you, are, you are working. You have things to do. Meanwhile, you are not busy. You are not doing much. It's because the juices, the waters are finished, are reduced. Are you still around? The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. Jesus Christ has sent his grace and it has appeared. And this is your chance to be saved. Teaching us that denying ungodliness Wow. And worldly lusts. Wow. You should live soberly. A new life. That's the power of God, eh? Look at young people. Denying ungodliness. Denying ungodliness. And worldly lusts and desires. Oh, my God. 
We should live soberly. Righteously. And godly. In this present world. Verse 13. Looking. For that blessed hope. Our whole life should be spent looking. Looking. For that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing. Of the great God. And our savior. Jesus Christ. Wow. That's what I want to spend my life doing. How many want to spend your life doing that too? Just looking for the. For that great God. And our savior. The savior of the world. Savior of the world. Jesus, I want to spend my whole life with you. And this is the time when you have juicy, fresh, nice. I was telling you about juicy. What was I telling you about? Why was I saying that? And why was I saying that? <laughs> New ones are coming. Yeah. Now listen, more people are coming in the world. And we need fresh people to go out. And we need to be wild. And this is your time actually. You are finishing right before your eyes. Yeah. Some of you are not as fresh looking. <laughs> but God is going to use us. The whole world we hear of this camp meeting. The whole world will hear of this camp meeting. Because we are not saying that Jesus is the savior of Malawi or the savior of Ghana, but is the savior of the world. Every part of the world will hear of this meeting. Yes. Your destiny. I've already started to tell you about your destiny. Yes. Amen. Amen. Sit down. All right. Now. Titus chapter 3. Verse 3. Are you looking? 
For we ourselves were sometimes, you see, sometimes means once. Don't be confused by that word sometimes. All the time, it means all the time. (laughs) Sometimes foolish. How many were foolish? How many were disobedient? How many were deceived? Serving diverse lusts. Diverse desires. Different, different desires. Diversities of lusts. You see a drug being sold in the pharmacy and you want it. Injections, tablets, glue, different, different desires that have entered you. A girl is passing and your eyes are moving as though you are, as though you are CCTV camera following something. Diversities of lusts. Your eyes are twinkling. You are desiring boys. A boy desiring boys, also desiring girls. A girl desiring girls and boys. Here is a vagina, but you want an anus. Diverse lusts. Oblique.
serving, you were serving the desires and the pleasures. Yes. Married men. You have, you have graduated from unmarried men to married. You only hunt for married men. Die first last. Living in malice and envy. Wickedness. You yourself, you know what you are doing is wicked. You know, Elizabeth Taylor, she was said to be the most beautiful woman in the world. She was an actress. And um, she married, after six months, she divorced. She married, she divorced. Then she married a man whom she really liked. This guy was, I mean, he was a, he was a, he was a, what do you call it? He had this big bar drinking, I don't know. He was a very active guy. And that was what she liked. So, he had a meeting and he said to her, come with me, I'm going to New York for the meeting. But, she said she, was, she wasn't well. She said, oh, she, we should go. The next morning, they came to knock on her door. Your husband is dead. He's dead. He died in a crash. Yes. And she was a famous actress because she was acting from the time she was a child. She, she acted from, she was small. All the way, all her life she was acting. Yeah. So when they told her her husband was dead, you know, Everybody had compassion on her. And they were all feeling sorry for this woman who they loved. They loved her in the films. So, she went back to acting. You know. And two months after the husband died, just two months, the, the, <laughs> the, man, the man that she was acting with was a happily married man with she took the man yeah. yes and made her, him, him divorce the wife and move with her yes so everybody moved from feeling sorry for her to hating her for what she did but that's what the scripture says and when the people asked her she said but my husband is there what do you expect me to do I'm, I'm, I'm alive I'm, I'm still alive Wazoo. So, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Yes, verse 4. But after that, the kindness. And that's how we all are. Yes. The adulterous woman, she eats and she wipes her lips and she says, I have not done anything. After that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior. You see, our Savior. Eh, saving us from what? Malice, hateful, hating one another. Very some way. Abba. The kindness and the love of God, our Savior, appeared toward man. Jesus, Savior of the world. 
Verse 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done. But according to his mercy. He saved us. By the washing and regeneration. And renewing of the Holy Ghost. Hey. You see, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Which works of righteousness have you done? The few works you've done, you see that there were some motives in it. Verse 6. Which he shed. You see, put 5 and 6 together. Verse 5 and 6, if you know how to do it. Beautiful. Okay? So, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration, all right, and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. He shed his love on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Yeah. Jesus is the Savior of the world. That's all that he is. He is the Savior of this world, of us, of all of us. He's a wild Savior. And he came to save us from our sins. Amen. Are you excited that Jesus is our savior? And that's what Paul said in 2 Timothy 1. He said, whereunto I am appointed. And whereunto you are also appointed. A preacher. That's your appointment. Not appointed, I mean, uh, uh, you are coming to give testimony that you are working at a forex bureau. You are coming to give a testimony that you are working at a pharmacy shop now. They've taken you as a, I mean, the cashier at a pharmacy shop. It's your testimony. You are coming to give a testimony that you are now employed as a computer repairer. (laughs) You are repairing computers. You are giving a testimony that you are now a teacher. In a school, when you are appointed as a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of Gentiles. Of this great Savior and our God, Jesus Christ. What an appointment. How many are glad for such an appointment? God is appointing and sending you to South America, Latin America, Nicaragua. He's sending you to Bolivia. He's sending you to Paraguay. He's sending you to Colombia. He's sending you to Brazil. He's sending you to Mongolia. He's sending you to Vietnam. He's sending you to India. He's sending you to Indonesia. He's sending you to China. He's sending you to Malaysia. He's sending you to Singapore. He's sending you to Korea, to North Korea. Is sending you to the world. All these places. There are places where people are waiting. Yes. 
to know of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Yes. Yeah, that's all that Christianity is about. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with money. Never be confused. Money is like shoes. You wear it and you use it. Yes. You wear it, you use it. For what you need to use it for. And that's about it. After that, there's nothing. You cannot replace this wonderful news with talking about money. Please, give me a break. You want to talk about money? You think economic, economic emancipation is, is the savior of the world? Look at England. They say the fourth, or the fourth richest country or the fifth richest country in the whole. Number five in the whole world. Fifth richest country in the whole world. Go and see the problems they have there. Sit down. 